Hi guys, welcome to Random Thoughts with me, Dolapo, and I'm back with another episode. And if you're just joining me, if you're just joining us on Random Thoughts, welcome to the family. Yeah, yeah. Okay, before I go into any details, uh, I'm here today, but I'm not alone. I'll be introducing my guest for the show. I'm not alone, but uh, it's no and Ella couldn't make it today because today is a different episode and today we're having our first guest on the show remember that we uh talked about birth control and i promised that this week we'll be having a guest with us so an ex an expert with us so today i have with me miss shinobade titolua she's a registered nurse and midwife from bowen university and she will be the one educating us on birth control she'll be introducing us to it she'll be telling us all the medical aspects of birth control before we bring other things concerning birth control we just want you to understand everything that has to do with birth control so that we won't you know get anything mixed up together as we go on in subsequent episodes concerning birth control so hi miss tito welcome to the show and thank you for coming i'm glad to be here thank you so much for having me so how many um what are the types of birth control that we have because um i hear so many people say that oh this is the kind of that i'm doing this is how i do my own birth control this is you know i hear so many people say they're different times so what types do we have that people do and yeah the ways that they are done Yes, we have so many different types of family planning methods and some of them are abstinence, withdrawal, we have what we call the um, fertility awareness based method, we have the hormonal method, we have the barrier method, we have the intrauterine devices. Part of the, um, the abstinence is basically when you decide not to engage in any sexual activity that involves exchange of body fluid like the sperm with the vagina, basically no intercourse, abstinence absence of any sexual activity then we also have the withdrawal method the withdrawal method is when the man removes the penis from the vagina during sex before ejaculation so people also call it pulling out we have the barrier method the barrier method we have the um those are the condoms we have the male and female condoms we have spermicide the, under the hormonal method we have um pills injection implants like all the implanon we have contraceptive patch we have birth control pills, we have injectables, we have implants, then we also have the intrauterine devices, the fertility-based method, the lactation amenorrhea method. There are numerous types of family planning methods. The withdrawal method is uh, the removal of the penis from the vagina during sex before ejaculation. So people also call it, call it pulling out. But this um, withdrawal method is not as effective as the abstinence method in the sense that the effectiveness depends on if the partner recently ejaculated and urinates to get rid of the leftover sperm, if um, the penis is withdrawn before ejaculation, and if the ejaculation occurs outside the vagina. This is why you see some people that they will say they did not have sex but they are pregnant or there was no penetration and they get pregnant. There is something we call um, precum. This precum sometimes contains sperm. So sometimes, it would, um, before they would say they did not ejaculate, but there was precum, and this can lead to pregnancy. Some people, they probably ejaculate even before the sex, and they don't urinate or wipe it off before having intercourse. This can lead to, to pregnancy. 
Also, when there is ejaculation outside the vagina, like when there is ejaculation close to the opening of the vagina, the sperm can swim into the vagina and cause pregnancy. So, withdrawal method is just 73% effective, depending on how well it is done. And but it does not offer protection against STIs and um, HIV. We also have the lactation amenorrhea method. The lactation amenorrhea method is um is used in women that have just given birth. It is used um from one to six months after birth. It is for women who practice exclusive breastfeeding. Exclusive breastfeeding is um a situation whereby a woman um, gives a child, an infant, just breast milk for six months. So if it is done well, if it is done diligently, it can serve as a way of family planning. But if during the exclusive breastfeeding, the woman is menstruating, then the lactation amenorrhea method cannot be effective. But if there is amenorrhea, then it can be effective. Amenorrhea is absence of menstrual flow. So if there is amenorrhea, it can be up to 98% effective. Some things you just mentioned now made me like remember some things people say when you were talking about lactating and um, you know their periods and all women menstruating. So that, that reminded me of some, some things people say and I want you to talk about the myths of birth control. Some people, some women say that um, it makes them gain weight, it gives them ammonia imbalance. Some people say that um, it uh, makes their hair fall out. There are actually so many myths. And why does this happen? That is if it happens at all. And I say that there is a kind of birth control particular to some people. Because some people say that, um, I've heard people advise that before you do any form of family planning, you should go to your gynecologist or your doctor and they will tell you which kind that you can use. So let me, let me come again one by one. The first question is that, um, what are the myths of birth control? And if these things that I've mentioned are more happen, why do they happen? And if they don't happen because of birth control, is there any other reason that causes it to happen to these women that happen to? And um, the last question is, is it that there there is um, a birth control particular to some people? Yes, there are so many myths and misconceptions about family planning and contraceptives. And some of them is um, that is one of the ones that you've mentioned that it causes falling of air. No, I've never seen family planning does not cause falling of air. Some people say family planning causes cancer. There are so many things. Some people say that when there is long term use of family planning, that you never get pregnant again. Some people say that um, family planning is not is not religious. It is a woman's business. It encourages um, male infidelity, promiscuity. All these things are not true. Family planning does not do all this. But there are side effects family planning. There is no drug that does not have side effects. Because if you see any drug or any anything that they say this thing does not have side effects, it's better you run away. So people will come and say this one is a is organic, it's natural, it does not have side effects. That's a lie. You should carry your sickness and run. Every drug has side effects, some more than the other. And I will be talking about some of the side effects. Some of the side effects are weight gain. There are some family planning methods that causes weight gain. Some causes bleeding between periods, especially the hormonal method. And the hormonal method are the pills, the um, injections, the implants. All these things, they have side effects, which include weight gain, bleeding between periods. Some have nausea, headaches, mood swings, um, soft breasts. Some people even, they have longer or shorter periods. These are side effects of hormonal contraceptives. So contraceptives, they have their side effects. For some people, they exaggerate.
that is why it is very very important to contact your healthcare facility before you start any medication or any family method or any family planning method you cannot say that ah i saw my friend she did this one that they used to put in the hand that is the type i want to do that type might not be suitable for you it is better to learn more about all the different types of family planning methods then you choose the one that is suitable for you for instance for hormonal method it is not advisable for people who have had breast cancer or uterine cancer who have had cancer to use hormonal method it is also not advisable for people who have heavy monthly bleeding if you are someone that your menstrual flow is always heavy it is not advisable to use hormonal method because one of the side effects of hormonal method is um bleeding longer or shorter durations of bleeding so if you now have every menstrual flow you're now using hormonal method man you're in for a long thing so to answer your last question yes there are birth controls particular to some people that is why you cannot say my friend used this one i have to use this one too you have to use what is suitable for you there are some things you mentioned about saying it's a woman's problem it causes um, male infidelity uh, and that brings me to the question that um are there birth controls that are particular to men i think everybody's aware of the withdrawal method and uh, the condoms but apart from that apart from that are there any other thing that a man could do you know when it comes to birth control is it just a woman's problem like some people say Yes, there are just three types of um, family planning methods for men and they are the condom like you rightly said pulling out method and then vasectomy vasectomy is a permanent type of um, family planning method it involves cutting of um, vasoferens on both sides of the scrotum and um, it prevents the sperm from running through the urethra so when this occurs it's a permanent type like i said the permanent is irreversible so when this is done the man cannot produce spermatozoa to fertilize the eggs so it is permanent it is irreversible it is a surgical process also now i get why some people will say they will never do it especially here in africa you will see men they will never want to do it because i hear some people saying they, some people say that um it's like you're taking away their manhood and also um i would like to ask what are the do's and don'ts just just name me just name a few just name a few what are like do's and don'ts when you're on under birth control some people say that they can't take alcohol dark oil is not advisable you know stuff like that just give us a few because of time okay for family planning methods to be effective it has to be used correctly for instance the birth control pills they have to be used at the same time every day or at least three hours difference for instance, if I'm using a, if I'm on a family planning method and I'm I use that um, 8 a.m. today tomorrow I should use it 8 a.m. latest 11 a.m. I should have used the drug and if you skip it those make make sure you use it immediately you remember if not and also before you have sexual intercourse because if you have sexual intercourse you might be ovulating and you just get pregnant if you um, miss a dose and you are going to have sex it's better to use condoms or to use any other type of family planning method to prevent pregnancy also alcohol alcohol does not really have any effect on family planning methods does not have it does not reduce the effectiveness of family planning method what it does though is that it impairs judgment you know alcohol impairs judgment so the thing with alcohol is that when you drink too much alcohol you might throw up so if you're using um pills you might throw up your pill obviously it will not be effective also for instance if you are someone that uses the female condom you have chosen the female condom as a type of contraceptive method and you are intoxicated 
and you want to have sex you might not remember to to use your female condom so this is alcohol does not really reduce the effects of family planning methods directly but it does indirectly as it impairs judgment for um the condoms you have to use the right size you have to make sure it is not expired check the expiry date make sure it is not leaking some guys put um condoms in their in their wallet and put it at their back pocket or they leave it some people leave their condoms in their car and they drive con con that is not good because it reduces the effectiveness in that sunlight is not good for condoms and it can cause it to lax like it can break during the sexual intercourse so i think those are some do's and don'ts wow i have really learned a lot like i never even knew that you should not leave um your condom should not be exposed to you know sun or too much of sun thank you so very much and um for birth controls for a female to start any type of um birth control family planning is there any age to start obviously is it like when you start menstruating that you advise to start you know birth control or something at what stage of of a person's life or female or male is it expected to like start using birth control or you know going into family planning and also is it just for married people i can't really say you should start using contraceptives at this particular age there's some studies that suggest age 16 age 18 but i'll say when a person once a person decides to be sexually active and you're not ready to get pregnant then you can start using contraceptives you can start using family planning methods and no family planning methods are not for are not just for married people it is for everyone who is sexually active and does not want to get pregnant or for instance does want to prevent sexually transmitted disease because condoms also prevent stis and abstinence also is a form of family planning method it's a form of contraceptive so it's not just for married people and you can start once you decide to be sexually active are there other you know other things that birth control is used for other than you know avoiding pregnancy the major reason for doing family planning is to prevent unwanted pregnancy and also it slows down population growth reduce teenage pregnancy reduces the need of, for abortion and all those things and, and sorry before you go um there's a segment that we have that that's called reaction moments and um, the question we asked is that should um primary school students be be taught about family planning so as a medical practitioner what do you think do you think it's advisable you know so many people found out that their children have been sexually active so what do you what would you advise you know just just before you go yes i would definitely recommend that family planning is added to the curriculum in primary schools you know it is important to teach them these things at an early age most people shy away from it especially parents in families they don't teach people about contraceptives they don't teach about sex education so it is very important yes i would recommend that it is added to the curriculum in primary schools okay thank you so much that is the last question although although there was something you mentioned about abortion and that is that there's no time for us to talk about that again today we'll be talking about that next time and that is next week by the grace of god and please i hope if we you know you know call you you'll come again thank you very much for your time thank you very much um tito shiambadi we are so so grateful that you were able to make it on the show today thank you very very much definitely i had a nice time thank you so much for having me okay now guys now that we heard from 
expert master and now i'm going to go straight into the segment that we all love because that is where we like to hear the feedbacks and that is i'm starting with um the question okay let me read the question again what we asked is that do you think that family planning or birth control should be taught in primary schools and there are a lot of comments like people be wild and like there are lots of comments but i can't take everything but i like i picked out a few because we don't have much time so i picked out a few and um i'll start with modukpe modukpe says good day i'll say it should be taught everywhere but primary school isn't part of the audience that needs this teaching i rather suggest that it is taught in a way that primary school students will most likely understand for instance teaching them drama that is definitely going to portray what family planning is i'll probably ask them to perform this in pta meetings in that sense the kids would be able to enlighten their parents and they would also live to remember it in the future as they grow wow that that's that's a very good suggestion Mudukwe. and this is coming from engineer Ali. yeah that is my father he said no it cannot be taught without introduction of sexuality i think it will be too early at that stage because they will not be able to manage the fallout and the consequences will not be in the best interest of the children the family and the community at large it will be better in ss classes when the child will be mature and will appreciate better the issues involved at any rate by that time the child will gradually becoming a young adult thank you very much and um, another one comes from aisha aisha says primary school students should not be taught birth control we should let children be children secondary school children however should be taught birth control thank you very much also this is coming from mr shell mr shell just said great it should be taught um this is coming from eniola Enola says, secondary schools, yes, but I don't think it is necessary for primary school students to know about this. Wow, there are actually so many, but we have two voice messages that will be given out. This comes from Daniel. Yeah, I just think there's no point to it. At primary school level, there's nothing these kids really, really completely understand. So why make the curriculum more jam-packed? Kids already do way too many subjects at primary school level. They now want to include primary family. What is the goal? What would they learn at that level? I mean, we are looking at kids that are eight, nine. What is the usefulness of family planning at that point? I'm not just introducing into the secondary school system where it actually really matters. We are talking teenagers here, teenagers that can actually get pregnant, or teenagers that are, that uh, that actually start to think about things for real, for real. And also the last one from Timmy. Do you know the thing? Family planning can be taught in primary school. Do you know I said so? I was surprised. One of my course, like one of the courses I did hmm, in my university level, we were teaching them in primary school level. I was like, what? Will these kids understand? They taught them in a very, very simple manner. So family planning can be taught in primary school. Like the knowledge should be imputed in their head, sharp, sharp. You understand? Enough of bunny, 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 bunny. No, 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 no. Enough of come do, come do. No, no, no. One plan can be taught in primary school, of course. guys i am so happy for your contributions actually it's more than this and very soon we are going to find a way to start making sure every if not all but most of your 
feedbacks are you know put out there don't forget to follow us on social media that is random thoughts underscore dollar that is on instagram make sure you leave your comments there thank you for all the likes but also we'll need your feedback to also always put down your comments and also don't forget to share don't forget to subscribe this podcast or favorite it depending on the podcast platform you're using i love you guys and also don't forget to follow itino ologe and also don't forget to follow ella on instagram and you can also reach me on my whatsapp number that is 081 4163087 i love you guys be back next episode for more on birth control we are not done we are just starting bye Mwah.